Hey everyone, I'm Malini Agarwal and welcome to The Good Creator Show. Super excited to have a very gorgeous guest with me today. We have Ashna Hegre, who is also a social media influencer, a model, an actor, and became the first Indian content creator to walk the ramp at New York Fashion Week. Hello! Does it still feel kind of crazy that <laughs> your life has been so exceptional already? It does. It yeah. kind of feels surreal and at the same time I feel like it's not happened, like it's, yeah. it wasn't real. But it was great. It was something else. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. And, you know, so this is a show we kind of try to unpack for aspiring creators, the dream, mm -hmm. how you made it. And also, you know, talk to brands about the journey that creators go through and yeah. unpack it for both sides. So first, I'd just like to start with, you know, how did the dream start for you? Did you know you want to be a content creator? How did you get into it? I actually wanted to be an actor. Okay. I was going to acting school. I was doing all of that. But I was terrified of auditions really? also because I was I was an introvert I was very scared I used to run away from auditions like I used yeah. to go there read the script and then I couldn't build the courage to go and do it actually so I would make up an excuse and run away I would be like oh there's a family emergency oh, I need to go but, that, but you know and I think that's so honest of you and it is so intimidating because there's is. a room full of people staring oh at God, you yeah. so how did you get past that I didn't I decided not to go <laughs> do it and then there was a there was a very confusing period where mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like when I was, I think about 18, 19. Um, so I think it was kind of depressing for me because yeah. I felt like, you know, when I was young, I knew I wanted to be an actor and I was so determined, like among my friends, I was the only one who was so sure of sure, yeah. what she wants mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. And then I came to this point, I'm like, what do I want to do? I'm like, I had it figured out. And now I don't. Right. And everyone's, you know, started studying and going to college or going abroad. And I'm here in my room wondering what I want to do. And I started watching a lot of YouTube videos. Right. And that's when I discovered that there are content creators. Like yeah. People actually document their life and they're vlogging all of it. Uh, that's when I discovered this is a profession. Even then, I didn't decide to get into it. Yeah. But I was going through a breakup and my friends were like, have you heard of, you know, Musical.ly? Yeah. Or it was Musical.ly back then. Before it was TikTok. Before yeah. it was yeah. TikTok. And that's when I got introduced to it and I started making short form content. People started enjoying it. And then YouTube was always the goal for me. Yeah. But I never knew how I wanted to get there. I'm yeah. like, who will watch my videos? I need yeah. to get <laughs> a following, a, a following a, sure. an audience. And that's how it happened it just happened how incredible <laughs> but I think it's so inspiring and so relatable and so authentic of you also because I think so many people go through that yeah. you know whether even today if I'm sitting and speaking somewhere I feel that imposter syndrome like yeah. do I really be belong here my <laughs> arms start to store sweat so I totally understand that but what do you feel was that turning point for you like do you remember a piece of content or something that you did where you're like oh I think I was really made to do this I don't I still feel like I've not figured it out. Yeah. I still feel like I don't know how this has happened. I mm. don't know how I've come here. Yeah. And now I just have to keep it going. It feels like it feels like it's a staged act and I'm just yeah. I'm going with the flow. But I feel like not overthinking it too much sure. and just letting it all happen is yeah. 
but you are absolutely crushing it. I have to tell you that. Thank so you. please rest assured, <laughs> you're doing great. And that's why we're so happy to have you here to talk about it. But I really also wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how everyone sees the glam side, right? They see mm -hmm. the creators decked up, wearing the beautiful yeah. clothes, the final polished, you know, piece of content. But there's so much that goes behind it, right? So what's your process like? How does a piece of content come to life from the ideation to the final post? I feel like I've had very different phases. Like mm. initially, I was very like, I was very real time with my content. Now I feel like it's a yeah. little more planned. Like the more you spend time in the industry, the more you're like, oh, I want to better myself. I mm. want to better the content that I'm putting out and it becomes more organized in your head. Yeah. But I honestly miss the time when I was like more real time with my content. Like just shoot, don't and think just, too much yeah. about it. I think people enjoy seeing uh, the raw side. Yeah, yeah the raw mm -hmm. side. So I think that's what I've tried to keep with my YouTube. Yeah. I feel like there's a division in my head, like mentally in terms of platforms. I'm like Instagram is more uh, structured and YouTube is more real and organic. Yeah. So I, I try to keep it um, raw and let people see if I'm having a bad time, I think it's important for them to see that as well. Um, so yeah, I think that balance yeah. I'm trying to keep right now. I know, now. and it's a tough one and I completely resonate with that. I mean, you have this massive community of over a million people who love everything you do, every yeah. move you make. So, I mean, I really want to also explain to creators who are, you know, listening or watching this that there is a lot of pressure that goes behind yeah. it. So how do you deal with that? And, and you know, whether you, like you said, you share a lot of the good and the bad and the mm -hmm. ugly and all of that as well. Yeah. So do you feel a lot of responsibility to the people who are watching or are you, are you able to disconnect from the comments sometimes? I've said this before also, like when I started, I was very prepared because I watched so many YouTubers. Mm -hmm. I was prepared that, oh, you get hate and, you know, sure. uh, there's a lot of trolling that happens online and all of that. And I yeah. came in very thick skinned. So nothing got to me. I never read comments. Um, and when I started making YouTube also, I felt like, oh, I've built this, you know, loving community, community and yeah. everything is everything's so, so good until I started getting hate. Mm. And then it just felt like I'm like. I have never experienced this and I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. But I feel like for me, I started taking it really personally. Mm. I started thinking like, oh my God, this is about me. Like people don't like me. Mm. Or it just started getting to my head. And then I feel like now I'm not as thick skinned mm. as I was before. Like when I started, I feel like it's the opposite for people. Like yeah. they start out a little bit, a little yeah. hard, like easily hurt. And then hurt, they start and then... building it up. But for me, it, it, was, it was a reverse yeah. effect. So it, it still gets to me mm. and I don't know how I would put it for like upcoming creators. I feel like it's it's a personal journey for everyone. Sure. But uh, for me, it's definitely now come to a point where I start tuning things out. Yeah. And it had it took me a while to realize like it's not about me. Yeah. It's about people projecting their own so true. insecurities. Mm -hmm. and. I, I can never relate to that also because I've never gone onto somebody's social media and like bash them up like, <laughs> yeah. ah, you look ugly or you, I'm like, no, yeah. no, but yeah, I guess it's it's everyone's personal experience. I would say it's it's just not about you. Don't take it so personally. That's so true. It's usually, I mean, you know, I always tell people this, the opposite of love isn't hate, the opposite of love is indifference. <laughs> And I think that's something that also creators have to deal with and unpack yeah. a lot for themselves. But if there was a piece of advice that you could go and give uh, your younger self mm. when you were starting out, what would you tell her? I would say don't overthink it too much. Mm. I feel like it's another like 
consequence of the hate that I received, I started overthinking everything. everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I read a comment that said, oh, she's overacting and why is she being so dramatic and exaggerating things? Yeah. The next time I was just being myself, I would be like, am I overreacting? Yeah. Or am I being too dramatic? And yeah. then I would try to tune everything Tone it down. down and I felt mm-hmm. like that wasn't me. Like that, you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we asked uh, some people from the Good Creator Co. community for questions for you. Ooh. So we have some here. <laughs> okay. okay, so someone says you were part of this campaign by iDiva where you spoke about how sometimes comments can have a toll on your mindset. It's mm-hmm. not easy to handle. So what do you do now? Like, you, you kind of answered that as well. But yeah. are you able to be more objective about it now? Because it seems like you have a a lot of awareness now of, yeah. and especially like you said very uniquely you started off with thicker skin so what is your strategy now my strategy is to find them and block them <laughs> that is what I think keeps me sane yeah uh, I feel like over time you just realize that you don't want to yeah even see what's going on That's around fair. you or here yeah I feel like I don't want people that have some unnecessary negative things to say I feel like mm. they shouldn't have access to me that's true. I yeah. feel like that uh, boundary I've, I've learned to mm-hmm. set over time. But I, it still gets to me. But yeah, that, that's where therapy comes in. Yeah. <laughs> therapy is key. And I'd love to know also from you, you know, you know, you're in such a competitive genre, right? When it comes to beauty and fashion, there's so many people trying to do it. And you've really stood out and you've made a name for yourself, a mark for yourself. So what do you feel is that little, your USP or that, that, that what, what do you think it is about your content that has stood out? Have you figured out what it is yet? Or are you still in the process of discovering that? Like I said, I yeah. still feel like I don't know how this has happened. Yeah. Uh, And also, I'm not very competitive in terms of I need to know what's happening around me and what every person Person is is doing. doing. I feel like what's helped me grow is keeping the focus on me, like like a tunnel vision. I'm like, this is where I want to be and I need to work towards that. Mm. And I feel like I'm too unaware. (laughs) And it's not good to be too unaware also. Like you need to know what's happening around you. But I guess focusing on myself more has helped me just get up one step, step further and what was that experience like going to New York Fashion Week how did that all come together I was so scared yeah. like I think five minutes before I had to walk out it didn't hit me yeah. I was like yeah everything's here yeah, <laughs> this is how backstage stuff happens, happens oh yeah, it's yeah. interesting and then the moment I had to go I couldn't think of anything else other than I have to pee like <laughs> I cannot do this this I is terrifying <laughs> yeah and then I just walked and I wanted to just be like I didn't want to think like oh this is how I have to walk or this is like because I'm not a model and the fact that I got the opportunity in itself was such a big deal to me like I could not stop smiling the whole time like my teeth were out (laughs) which is not very model like or like runway (laughs) uh, behavior but yeah, but I kind of love that so. since there's a lot of brands that also listen into this would love to know what have been some of your favorite brand collaborations your experiences oh. with brands and one piece of advice you would like to give brands about working with creators I think creative freedom hmm. is always appreciated especially for for creators I can't pinpoint I feel like so many of them <laughs> are there I'm scared to like name some and miss out miss, on some fair enough, fair enough. so I think I've, I've worked with amazing brands and I feel like from the time I started to now, now I'm finally at that stage where I'm getting to work with brands that 
you know i love that you love yeah. the products that i use and love and yeah. it still seems so weird i'm like you're really you really like when i get that <laughs> message i'm like this brand wants to work with me it's such yeah. an amazing feeling mm-hmm. um i feel like creative freedom is no that, that makes sense and what is it that you look for before you sign up with a brand because i think a lot of creators would benefit from knowing what are the things that you should check for especially mm-hmm. when you're doing brand work and also for brands to know okay these are the things that creators do think about I think um the commercial aspect is also very important very especially when I started out mm-hmm. uh it was important to me I feel like I was still you know because of the support that I got from my mom I was still in a very good place where I could be picky about yeah. the things that I want to do and I think not everyone starts off that way so I feel like um, the commercial aspect is very very important for uh creators that are just starting out and also because we are working by ourselves we have you know we want to invest back into the work that we do of course so it's very important to start off with that but also the brands that you really want to associate with and and what they stand for i think that's what's been a very important part for me and and working for so long in this in this space i've got to interact with brands and and understand what their vision is and talk yeah. to them and meet the people that work in those teams i think it's It's been a great experience. I think it's really nice to see how creators and brands have started working together. together. It's very yeah. collaborative and because I think earlier brands would take the onus on themselves that okay, we have to figure out the campaign and we're just getting a pretty face to be in the content. Be in the content But yeah. creators are so versatile because you're coming up with your own concept, yeah. your script, your producer, your editor, pretty much the whole one man show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the full package. So I'd love to know what is a day in your life look like or are no two days alike? They aren't alike actually. Mm. And that's one of my favorite things about doing what I do. It's yeah. it's not very predictable yeah uh, i don't think i can have like a set routine like i feel like i'll get bored of it myself so yeah. this this job is very exciting uh the fact that i get to call it a job like yeah i didn't imagine there would be a profession like, like this, this yeah. uh it's it's hectic and uh, i feel like on very busy shoot days like sometimes you forget to eat yeah. sometimes you're you're late or you i always before reaching to a shoot i always forget something i'm like i need to be fast this so it's very chaotic but fun at the end of it absolutely and i'd love to know something about you that's not on your instagram i feel like it's on my youtube i'm really weird like i i have like just a weird personality as well which is more visible on my youtube than my instagram i would say mm. because there is like a mental division in my head right of like oh this needs to be more You so know, more polished. curated yeah and, i got that and yeah, yeah mm. like you said so yeah mm. how cool so what what are the quirky things that we get to see on your youtube that i think the instagram audience needs to now go and check out i think it's more unfiltered right that's that's the best you way you feel creators have you know like i always wonder this because we all live our lives so much so unabashedly online i feel yeah. like everybody knows everything about me do you think that we uh should have some filters do you feel responsible that oh, okay i'm you know influencing a certain age group yeah. or 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 is it all everything's free for all is fair i don't think i've gotten to that point yeah. i feel yeah. like for me it is filtered to a certain extent like yeah. i feel like now i've learned to keep some parts of my personal life personal, personal yeah. and then be conscious of what i'm sharing also because i have a very young audience yeah. uh i feel like they are at a stage where they are very easily influenced yeah. Yeah. uh so yeah now i've learned like i'm still figuring out the balance between personal and professional also mm. because youtube is very personal 
you don't you don't realize where you're going to draw the draw, line. Yeah. So and I'm, I guess it's I'm longer form out. content yeah. as well. And so what what have been some of your favorite fan interactions? I think every time I meet someone very unexpectedly like mm. I feel like at airports or yeah. in the mall uh and I feel like they're very warm mm. when I meet them and it's awkward sometimes yeah. for them also because I feel like I'm like they might feel like uneasy to come up to somebody and, and ask yeah. but I feel I feel great it's almost this, this funny thing where you know someone wants to come and say something and I always yeah. do this where I'm like oh come say hi do you want to take a picture and then you end up sounding more enthusiastic, more enthusiastic. sometimes that happens even I'm good. even yeah. I'm very like I know they want a picture and yeah. they're like you Wait. know hovering around and they're trying to get it so I'm like come, come. Yeah. Okay. but I think that's a wonderful thing I think that really bridges that gap because from that you know young fans mind it's like oh will she even notice me yeah. so I think that's huge uh, I'd love for you to give one piece of advice or one uh, thought or comment to creators and one to brands one to creators i think would be to start off just being authentic mm. it's very difficult to i mean it's also easy to just start doing something that you see someone else do because you consume so much content uh, but it's very important to stay authentic because that is what will you know last in the longer run and um, to brands i don't know give us more May- freedom yeah <laughs> i guess <laughs> but i've also worked with a lot of brands yeah. that let you you know just be so mm. and what do you do to decompress how do you what is off duty you look like oh my god when i get home i just take my makeup off yeah. put tv on and get a good plate of food and i'm sorted yeah. what do you like to eat i love ghar ka khana yeah and it's like cravings here and there but home food home food for the win yeah absolutely well thank you so much for coming today it's been such a lovely chat and i think it's so sweet that you are so innocent and so excited about what you do still and it really yeah. comes across that uh you should know that you are absolutely crushing it and we <laughs> love you. all your content and your bubbly positive personality and thank you should you just so much. keep that keep that thank alive. you for having me oh, this was my so pleasure good. <laughs> thank you guys for watching and remember you can leave a comment and follow along with everything that's happening on the good creator show and we'll catch you next week Thank you.